What is going on, guys? It is your boy TKD One Two Three back in here. I said that way too fast. TKD One Two Three here back again here on Plays and Stores Road to Episode Twenty Eight. With me, of course, my luxurious co-host, the Arachnite. I'm gonna say it right this time. I keep saying Ooh. Arknight. Arknight is it's not phonetically correct. All right. No, but it's okay. Like everybody's right. got their own way of pronouncing it. Like, uh. I'm I'm fine with it at this point. Are you though? Like, we, are you though? Uh, no. <laughs> my my last few IG my last few IGNs like everybody has like kind of pronounced them in different ways. So it's like yeah, it's it's all good. We good. I have always heard the term in game name, but never heard it called IGN. Yeah. Huh. But I mean, yeah. I mean, I I, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Well. This is, of course, Road to Part 2, Episode 28, the dedicated podcast revolving around Last of Us and Last of Us Part 2 and all things Last of Us itself. So we got an interesting wrinkle here we're going to do in the second half of the episode. If you read the title, if you've uh, seen the thumbnail, you probably already know what is going down in the second half of this episode. But we do want to cover some topics uh, before we get to that particular Point. So first thing here, if you haven't caught up with the Road 2 series, last week's episode, episode 27, we did the official bets episode. I thought it was a really good one. Ain't that right? Yeah. Arachnite? Yeah. I loved it. I, I liked it. it. Really I liked it a lot. I had a very, very good time with that. Uh, so what we did was, you know, we ran through 10 questions, I think, 10 or so. And then yeah. uh, we just took some bets. Is it going to happen? Is it not? Our thoughts on them. And the winner of these bets, you know, will get a $60 game from the loser, right? But we had another contender come into this. New challenger approaching. A new challenger did approach. The homie Owen, friend of the channel. He's always on the Discord. If you haven't linked up, if you haven't joined, linked up, wow. If you haven't joined that Discord, uh, link below in the description where you can check that out. And uh, he says here, you know, Alpha Real joined in the bet. Uh, of buying the winner as a a game for for uh, sixty dollars, and then I said, "Who else wants in? Let's go!" And then he replies, "I'll even up, wait, I'll I'll even up it and buy the winner Ghost of Shishima Special Edition for seventy dollars." That's like, I I was uh, just doing homework at that point. I like I saw the tweet and it's like, huh? Like, are you bro. joking? unprecedented move okay unprecedented so please say psych the stakes have indeed escalated so not only will the winner receive a 60 dollars game of their choosing from the loser but they will also be guaranteed ghost of shishima special edition for 70 dollars by the homie owen so if we could get a little golf clap in the chat or the comment section for owen i mean my boy my boy out here up in the stakes up in the ante that's bold that's hey, bold i mean i don't mean to be greedy right but all i'm saying is if 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 any of you find listeners would like to up the ante i mean just tweet at one of us why not we will we will keep a tally you know cuz i do i do have these tweets saved in the event that owen has memory loss later on you know what i'm saying yeah that's all like, i'm huh? saying i know Owen's good for it, but I'm yeah. just saying. So, like, I wouldn't mind Final Fantasy VII. Just mm, put that mm, out there. Mm, mm, interesting. But are you going to ask for a game that's already out? You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, 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 because then, like, you don't have the ability to win the bet until after May 29th. 
You know what I'm saying? That's the like, thing. I, I'm cool with it because, like, we talked about last week, Final Fantasy VII's coming out episodically. So oh, so it, do you want, like, episode two? Yeah, like, I'll ah, just take, like, I think smart. if you buy the $60 retail version, like, you get all the episodes as soon as they release. I don't think that's true. Oh, wait, is it $60 each version? Dude, I think it's $60 each part, bro. What is like, how big is this game? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like almost certain, bro. It's like, all right, well, fine. Then give me part two, baby. Let's go. I'm, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm, yeah. Doesn't part one come out on like the 6th of April? Um, wait, no, no, no. 5 7 remake. Yeah, it's April 10th or April's. It's April 10th because April, oh, April 3rd. 10th. April 3rd is, um, oh my god, what's the other game that, that's coming out in April that's big? Resident Evil 3 Remake. I'm an idiot. Wow. Oh, yeah. I already got that pre-order. We we ready. Yeah, I'm 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 definitely buying both of those. Uh, 100%. 100%. They, I, I usually hate when I'm playing two games at once, but I will do it for, for these two. I will I will figure yeah. it out. You know what I'm saying? And this hopefully, year's a powerhouse. Yeah, I'm like trying to think, like, I don't know if I can blow through Resident Evil 3 in one week, but I'm going to try and get as much done of it as i can you know like uh when the re2 uh remake like first popped up like i got that done in i think like two days and then i got the uh wow. i got like s plus in the next few days like i i was obsessed with that game for mm. a few months and then i tried speed running it and that was a lot of fun and it's just like i i'm ready because re3's got that dodge mechanic that i really liked in the original mm-hmm. so it's like bet like bet <laughs> big big bet but uh so that's all so you know if you would like to ump the ante feel free to go do so in the comment section or on twitter shout out to the homie owen as well for upping the ante and making the stakes a little bit a little bit more greater you know just 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 a little bit more intensified right but uh some news that came out today courtesy of the one and only jason schreier from kotaku uh, he had a very, very long, which I implore everyone to go in the description and read this whenever you get some time to. We're not going to read the whole thing here on the show. We're going to talk about the, old, the, the overall topic and some key points on this topic. And that is that, uh, to no surprise, at least to me really, Naughty Dog uh, is indeed crunching for The Last of Us Part 2. And there are some interesting quotes from different, from, from different developers at the studio uh, you know, about this and stuff like that like one of them being this game is really good but at a huge cost to the people is what a developer told schreier uh as well as quote they do try to take care of you providing food encouragement to go and take breaks but for the most part the implication is get the job done at all cost <laughs> which i'm like yo that sounds so whatever intense. it takes whatever it takes <laughs> literally like they're doing some hashtag end game whatever it takes like straight up bro it sounds insane uh but one of the major consequences to all of this that uh schreier notes down is that you know during the development of uncharted 4 which of course uncharted 4's development was botched for a lot of different reasons right like like it that was just a just not the most seamless of dev cycles that Naughty Dogs had, you know. Uh, but out of their um, 20 non-lead designers in 2016's Uncharted 4, 14 of them are no longer at the studio already, you know, which apparently had a wide-ranging effects of development for Last of Us Part 2. And uh, there are some more quotes where they say, quote, this can't be something that's continuing over and over for each game because it's unsustainable. Right. Uh, it's toxic. 
Yeah, yeah. And he goes on to say, at a certain point, you realize, I can't keep doing this. I'm getting older. I can't stay and work all night. And so, I mean, it's it's a... And again, I think that's probably all the quotes I'm going to read. There's there's a lot of other ones, you know. what I'm saying there, there's 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 a lot in this article, so I do implore everyone uh, to definitely go and check out this one, you know. what I'm saying uh, by by Jason Schreier at Gotaku. But I guess I don't know because you know crunch is a very difficult topic, right? Because crunch happens industry wide. You know, there's there's been a lot of like other devs that have taken a lot of like big steps. Like I know. Um, it was Apex Legends when when they first came out. Uh, why am I forgetting? Why am I forgetting the studio's name? I know it. Respawn. Thank you, God, Kevin, such a dummy. I swear. Respawn. Uh, you know, took a stand when people were talking about, hey, like you just put out this battle royale, Apex Legends. It's cool. Are you gonna update it as much as Fortnite? And he went publicly, you know, on record and said, no, we're we're gonna have a development cycle and a update roadmap to Apex Legends that is not only you know how we want it but it it also will highlight the health of our employees you know what i'm saying because there's should be done yeah yeah because there's extreme crunch in fortnite that everyone can obviously assume but uh what are your thoughts on this you know what i'm saying i know this is a very touchy (laughs) subject like where do you fall into the realm of crunch in gaming like i would be more than willing to wait longer for games that i love and games that i'm excited about like if they pushed like as much as it would break my heart because like i'm obviously invested and excited for it like if they're like hey we're gonna push the last of us two three more months or six more months like as much as that would like suck to wait i'm more than willing to wait because i think my like i'm like it's it kind of like sucks to know it's like hey this game's a masterpiece i love it but it's like built on the shoulders of people who have suffered and have been working like long and brutal hours to make this amazing product and i'd be more than willing to wait however long it takes in order to make sure that i get like to ensure the quality that naughty dog is known for and other developers right and what they're known for while also making sure that the people are okay like they're healthy and they're taken care of and it doesn't just kind of like because crunch affects everybody it affects like the it affects the company it affects the uh, the developers families it obviously affects the developers themselves it affects everybody in that circle and i don't feel like it's right of us to say it's like oh you chose the job deal with it like it's not right of us to say that and it's not right right of us to accept that absolutely like absolutely if we if we see something like that, then I don't know, like I'd be more than willing to wait like three to six more months or however long it takes to make a product they're proud of, but also ensuring the health and safety of everybody working on it so we can get these amazing products in due time. Like they said, it's unsustainable. Yeah. And like, I'd hate to see Naughty Dog burn out and we'd have to wait longer for them to get new devs of the same quality and new writers of the same quality to make yeah. products that they are known for instead of just, you know, letting them take their time so we can get those slow but steady stream of games and like experiences that we're used to. Like Uncharted 4 came out 4 years ago and I've been just fine waiting for Last of Us Part 2. Yeah. Like um the gaps between Last of Us 1 and Last of Us 2 were 7 years. Like I'm fine with that. Like, Uncharted 3 to Uncharted 4 was five years. Like, I'm fine waiting as long as it takes to get 
to get these products because it's just a game at the end of the day. Like I have other things to do than play or wait for one specific game because we have other games to play and other games to be excited about. And I will ultimately come back to these games, like assuming that they are of good quality and made passionately in, in a healthy mindset. Right. Like I'm fine with that. Like yeah. I see no issue with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. You, you just took a lot of what I was going to say. So I mean, by all, like, I'm going to be like, I don't mean to add anything to what you said, but just like, you pretty much like encompass how I feel about it. Like I, you know, if like, it's what it, what I feel like is like, if, if there was a like hypothetical delay because of crunch, you know, for me, it, it's, it's similar to how I feel about, uh, you know, them not having E3 this year. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it is a necessary step to what is going on at that specific right. time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like it's not like it's for nothing. You know, it can't be all for nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, uh, uh, but, yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, and I think it's really, really easy to look and focus on just the media and not the creators behind the media. And the fact that, like, the media wouldn't exist without the – without the creators you know what i'm saying it's really really easy i feel like to like forget that, that there's people behind these works of art it's not like they just come out of nowhere you know yeah it, it's it's kind of like remembering that your parents are people yeah because we spend a lot of time just thinking about ourselves and what we're dealing with and we forget that our parents are human beings same thing for our like these developers like these are human beings with families and lives that we can't just just hey make my game yeah yeah like it's like it's that's not how it should work like these are people yeah like we can't forget that yeah it's 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 i don't know it's it's a lot because like it's it's such a it's it's something that like we've we have seen so much across the industry and it it it's like unfortunate but i wish it wasn't like a necessary thing in this industry or like i wish dev teams didn't feel like it was necessary like didn't feel like it was necessary but almost in the in the vein of like if you have one studio that is dedicated on crunch i'm saying like like you know epic Epic. games you know i'm saying for just the biggest example right like and the audience of that specific genre you know get used to the amount of content flow that is with that particular game it'll it'll reflect badly on other games in that genre that are that are doing the same thing you know what i'm saying because if if like what what it takes to do fortnite fortnite right like what it what it the the amount of work it takes for that studio to sustain fortnite and all its updates there is a hundred percent crunch and a at a at a extreme rate you know what i'm saying yeah so it's just like man because the player base wants content. So when you have one game giving you so much content and another similar game in the in the same genre not do that for the sake of crunch, you know, I feel like people forget that it takes crunch to do what Fortnite does and would almost prefer that as opposed to the uh, respawn way of doing it where they still take into account, you know, the uh, employees and their health, uh-huh. you know. I love I love respawn. Oh, like, facts. Yeah, like respawn. Like they just 
like in recent memory like to the extent of my memory and knowledge like they just put out bangers all the time like i love apex i put like hundreds of hours in apex last year yeah uh jedi fallen order fire titanfall Titanfall Titanfall, i could i could i could i will go on a love letter spiel about how much i love titanfall and how much ea just dropped the ball on titanfall 2 Timefall 2 deserve better. That's oh, all facts. I'll leave it at. Oh, no. Facts. 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 And, Respawn's one of, and, my, one of my favorite devs this gen, honestly. Yeah. And I have such a... Like, if I may give a hot take, or mm. I don't know if it's a hot take, mm. I have such a disdain for Epic Games. I oh, despise wow. Epic Games. I don't, I, I don't hate them. I don't hate Fortnite. I actually think Fortnite's a pretty fun game. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I just don't play it a lot. But Yeah. It's not Fortnite. I don't want to be like, uh, oh, Fortnite bad. That's why I hate Epic. It's just like their practices and the way that they handle their situations and the game, like the game industry in general, yeah. is such a. It, it just feels whiny and entitled. Mm. Like because they're like, oh yeah, um, Shenmue, uh, Borderlands, Metro, all games that are promised to go on Steam. And I know this is in part with the the developers and the publishers of these games like 2k for borderlands and all that like they're the ones who made the deals and all that but it just feels slimy it's like we'll give you more money to cancel your steam thing in order to promote like competitive marketing like it's like oh yeah come to epic games like outer worlds i made an epic games account just to play outer worlds Mm -hmm. and as soon as i was done with outer worlds i uninstalled apex not epic i uninstalled the epic games launcher because it sucks damn and it's like i'm it's like i'm i'm i hate that i hate like having to like oh yeah this awful brow like this awful launcher like i have to use it in order to play games that i want to play that were promised on a client that i'm comfortable and familiar with it's like hey maybe i'll use your launcher if it looks like it was made further than 2008 You alright, man? Today you're, no, you're not a lot man. You alright? Like... No, I'm good. It's just like I, I done, like we talked nah, about it like at work months ago. Yeah, it's like yeah, just about like how, how how about Epic just does their business practices, and after all everything that I've read and seen, and I could be wrong. Like, like maybe well, about other than the launcher because I've experienced that, but like, it's just it's just so slimy, and I have such a disdain for their business practices and the crunch. It's gross. Like it's like it's mostly the crunch that makes me like so apathetic and like just uncomfortable yeah. and unhappy with how Epic does their things. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. And like also in this article, you know, they they touch on um, the aspect like there are some employees at at Naughty Dog that just love what they're making and love what they're and love what they're designing and love what they're doing that they they crunch on their own terms like like they yeah. do it to themselves you know what i'm saying and like i um i i i i lost my train of thought oh my god like i don't know like, that that's a whole different thing as well to me yeah, you know what i'm saying that's like a whole that, thing. that like i'm okay with but it's it's kind of like there's a difference in that because like i think we've all been there with like something like you're just in that flow like that mental flow where it's like i could work on this all day and have a good time on it Mm. and there are other times where it's like oh i want to be done with this and go home as soon as possible right 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 so so like you have to accommodate because every employee is a variable and every variable is different 
That's true. So Very I think true. it's unfair to assume that it's like, oh yeah, Naughty Dog, like they're like everybody's suffering, everybody's crunching, like a Sonic movie deal. Like they extended that, and then sure the the CGI company went bankrupt. At least that department. Yeah. But you have people that were passionate about it, like Tyson Heath worked on it, and he came in and he he came to the rescue for the Sonic movie, um, the redesign, all that. Like everybody was passionate about it, and it was a shame what happened to the company. But like mm-hmm. there are people that are passionate about it, and then there are people that hate it. Like um, I know that I'm trying to remember a company that was just like notorious for crunching. Like uh, I I remember there was a big deal at like Riot. Or uh, CD Projekt Red for a little bit during like, The Witcher, mm-hmm. like with Crunch. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's 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 a whole thing. I guess like for me, where I lie on it is that I am completely against Crunch when it's forced. If it's forced yeah. by like executives at the studio, that's what I don't like. Or like if it's incur like or or if Crunch behavior, you know, is encouraged positively in the studio's culture. Yeah. Like I forgot which studio it was. I think it was a man. I don't want to speak out of out of tone here without knowing the information. But I know there was a there was a particular studio, and maybe our audience can put it in the comments. But I know there was a studio that like there was this culture where like it was a bragging right to work X amount of hours a week. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, like, I work like 70, 80, you know, ninety hours a week, whatever. Like insane numbers. You know, so and like, like economic thing. yeah, no. I, Honestly, I forget. My 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 mind is pulling on one of one of the one of the uh, studios at Bioware, but I don't think it's that. Oh, well, oh yeah, Bioware. Maybe, it might be. Deal. Maybe maybe I think at Bioware. I'm not sure which one. I just don't want to say. Oh, it was this one. If I'm wrong, you know what I'm saying. But I do remember a studio like having this like employee culture where you could brag about how many hours you're working. You know, like something crazy like that. I just In forgot. Andromeda had one of the worst crunch cycles I've heard of in a long time. It was wowing, wowing. But uh, yeah, they made that game in like a year, two years, <laughs> I think. Yeah. It's like a massive game. Are you kidding me? Like I was heartbroken, but that's a that's a topic for another day. Yeah, yeah. Like I could talk a whole episode just on Andromeda, but it wouldn't re- really be a Last of Us episode at that point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's wowing, but uh, you know, shout out to everyone at Night Dog. You know what I'm saying? Take care of yourselves. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, whether it, I mean, wait. yeah, yeah. And that, that as well, like, I don't know. I feel like if a studio is very honest about the reason why they have the delay and why they push, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's completely understandable. You know what I'm saying? And I know the last of us crowd is a very, uh, like, I don't know how to put it. Like, passionate. <laughs> very passionate, you know, some would say impatient, some would say, you know what I'm saying? But a very passionate crowd, I guess we could say. Uh, but I feel like, I don't know if, if it's necessary to, to have a delay in, in to have the outcome where there's less crunch, I'm down with that as well. Crunch, crunch is uh, definitely bad. Definitely, definitely bad. But another series that hopefully doesn't experience crunch is the last of us HBO TV series. We talked about that last week here on road to part two. Make sure to go check out that episode as well. Just wanted to follow up cause there was a little extra bit of news, uh, about, I would say a, a very positive thing to come out of this uh, was that, of course, the infamous music composer for The Last of Us. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Doesn't infamous have a negative connotation? Isn't it good? No, like, but when you when you use the term 
It's like it has a negative connotation, I I believe. Damn, I, I, another another resounding bookmark we can put in how many times Kevin's an idiot. But <laughs> no, I'll you, say I could be totally wrong. I don't know. The well-renowned music <laughs> composer for Last of Us and Last of Us Part Two and Left Behind and now the HBO TV series, Gustavo Santaolalla is uh, going to be behind the music for this series. So I love this news, right? Yes. This just adds on to one of the pieces of the puzzle that makes this production and this series more likely to be a success in my eyes. You know what I'm saying? Agreed. Like, that main Last of Us theme is iconic, bro. It's iconic. I still listen to it. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. It's fire. All the music in Last of Us is, like, really, really... And it doesn't sound like anything you've ever heard. It's very, very distinct, which I like that a lot. Like, for me, it's for me, it's on the realm of, like, how distinct Star Wars music is. You know what I'm saying? Like, you... I mean, like, for me, at least, like, I can hear... Give me Han and Leia's theme. Give me, uh, you know, the Bespin theme. You know, and I will know exactly. Yeah. I like images start flowing through your brain already. You know, right. And I have a similar affinity towards uh, the music behind Last of Us. At least for me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No. Like a uh, quick little tangent. Like, um, I went to the Phoenix Fan Fusion, formerly known as Phoenix Comic Con, uh, mm. last year. And I was on a uh, like a trivia thing for video games, and one of the questions was uh, like they just played a few seconds from the theme of The Last of Us, mm. and they're like, "Hey, what game is this?" And it was like an instant like this is The Last of Us. Like, give me those points. Nice. nice. And I was like, like I like I listen to it. I have the whole Spotify playlist that I listen to every day. Like, I love it. Like, it's it, it's. Like it has a perfect balance that I feel between um, like tense when it needs to be and relaxing and uh, almost reflecting. Like I don't know if that's pretentious or not. Um, on like just how calm it is, how it can be. Like some yeah. of the set pieces and yeah. the scenes. Like the the game has a like a way of really emphasizing what they wants you to focus on using its music. Hmm. Mm, I agree. I agree. I thoroughly agree. I I I can't wait to uh to to just see how this HBO series turns out. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm very there's too many positives to this whole thing that it ends up being bad. If it's bad, dude, that'll be heartbreaking to me, bro, I swear. Agreed. Oh well. Well, at least it won't sound bad having yeah. the famous Gustavo Santolaya be the music compu- uh, composer, well, composer for the series as well. Uh, but I guess moving on now, we're going to a special segment that uh, we're going to do over the next few weeks. So I guess I'll kind of lay out, lay it all out right now. So we are doing a Last of Us replay series throughout Roads Apart 2 for the next few weeks. But before that starts, we are going to cover the Last of Us American Dreams prequel novel uh by dark horse comics and uh with collaboration with naughty dog right so we're gonna cover the comics first it'll roll into the replay of the game which we're gonna play hopefully with all of the people out there hopefully everyone replays the game with us uh if you have if you don't have it it's very cheap right now on playstation store 
or I assume on physical copies as well. If you were lucky enough to redeem it on PS Plus a few months ago, then that's your way in. But we are going to be replaying the game. So should we go over the weeks that we're going to be doing this? Like, like should we should we do like dates right now? You think or what do you think? Um, yeah, like we, we like this is the yeah it's the introduction. We might as well everybody know the so, playing grounds. Yeah, so we record on Thursdays. If I, I don't know why I said that, that that has no bearing of anything. But March fourteenth will be where which uh, this episode goes live. We're covering the first issue of American Dreams. Next week we'll do the second, and then the following week after we will cover the third. But that week on the twenty eighth, you might want to start playing through The Last of Us as the following week after that. Actually, hmm. I'm thinking on top of my head right now. Should we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, yeah. So we'll probably double up on the last uh, episode of the American Dream series between... Actually, no, I don't want to do that. You know what? Okay. 14th, 21st, 28th, and the 4th will cover each of the issues of the American Dreams comic. And then April 11th will be the first episode of the Last of Us replay series. Bet. Yeah, we'll we'll shift it all down a little bit. So let me pull up the document that way. Uh, let me see. Where is this? I should be more prepared. Where is it? Where is it? I'm filling time. Okay, here we go. All right, here we go. Got it. Okay, so on the 11th we'll be doing the prologue and the quarantine zone. On the 18th we'll be doing Billstown and Pittsburgh. On the 25th, we'll be doing The Suburbs and Tommy's Den. On May 2nd, we'll be doing The University Lakeside... Sorry, The University and Lakeside Resort. And then on May 9th, we'll finish The Last of Us uh, replay series with The Buzz Depot and The Firefly Lab at Jackson. And then on the 16th, we will then be doing uh, The Left Behind DLC, which I haven't played yet. So I'm excited for that. So that episode, we'll cover that. And then probably the week after, we'll do, like, maybe, I don't know, uh, something involving Part 2 because that is when the things are going to be cooking up. That's the last episode before Last of Us Part 2 comes out. And then the 30th, we'll probably do our impressions on the game, most likely. So that one we'll have to record probably on Friday. But we shall okay. see how that all goes out. So exciting stuff here. Again, I'll, I will post this on Twitter and make it a little bit more better of a way I just conveyed it. But this week, we're going to go through The Last of Us American Dreams comic. Now, I did want to read a little, a little. I mean, or if you want to, you know. I've, I feel like I've been talking for a while. If you want to take the first no. paragraph on the doc. No, you're, you're, you're totally good. Like, yeah. um, uh like I, I can do it. You feel free. I have no issues with either. Like I feel like we talk a good amount. Like I go off on tangents, but you have a better way of elaborating on everything. How about this? How about this? I'll I'll read the first little paragraph on the doc that's is describing American Dreams, and then you can read the second one that will go into the reading. All right. That works. Bad. All right. So yeah. The Last of Us American Dreams is a four-issue comic book series based on the video game The Last of Us. The series was written by Neil Druckmann and Faith Aaron Hicks, with illustrations by Hicks and coloring by Rachel Rosenberg. The series was published by Dark Horse Comics between April and July 2013, and and a collected edition was published in October of 2013. So interesting. So this – wait. Oh, wait, no. I'm an idiot. Okay, so this came out out right before The Last of Us – 
remastered on PS4. I thought it came out yeah. right before the game, but no, the game was 2012. That that is true. Uh, wait, wait, The Last of Us Part One was no, 2013. it wasn't. Wow, so these came out before the game came out. Yeah, April 2013 uh, was huh. a few months before beforehand, and it ended right after the game's release in June. Yeah, yeah. Wow, would you look at that? All right, you can take the second question. I mean, the uh, second paragraph, if you'd like. <clears throat> Like the game, the comic is set in a post-apocalyptic world overrun by zombie-like creatures infected by a mutated strain of the Cordyceps fungus. The comics serve as a prequel to the game, chronicling the journey of the young Elian or meeting with another young survivor, Riley Abel. I would say Abel, but I don't Abel? Know. Well, because the weekend's real name is Abel Tesfe. And it's pronounced Abel, and that's how he spells Abel, too. So, I'm just... No, you're good. You're, I, I butcher words all Yeah. <laughs> uh, Druckmann shows Ellie as the focus of the comic due to the uniqueness of her birth and, and upbringing in the post-apocalyptic world. Hicks joined the project after discovering Ellie's role in the game, considering her an unusual character to include in a survivor, survival horror game. The comic's art style is different than the game art, a choice from Hicks to give the comic a unique feel and identity. Mm. So this is, uh, this is interesting. So I... Uh, you know, a lot of people seem to forget this comic, I feel like, but it is indeed a prequel to The Last of Us, American Dreams. Are you excited? Now, I do, hmm, how are we going to, who's going to read Ellie? Do you want to be Ellie? Or do I want to be Ellie? I don't know. Um, I could, I could do Ellie. You could okay, be Riley. Bet. All right, bet. I'll be Riley. You be Ellie. So we got this cover here. Ellie looking, looking dope. Moving on to the second page, okay, we just have uh, some uh, credits. You know, we see, of course, art by Faith Aaron Hicks, all that good stuff. Read by Neil Druckmann, all that good stuff. So we open up. We have Ellie on a bus, it seems. And the viewers, if you're watching on the video version, you can already see these comic book panels as I'm as I'm going through them. So that's all good. She's on the bus. She looks out the window, sees some soldiers, seem to be Firefly soldiers. Still on the bus. Go on the part... Go on the panel two. Looks like some soldiers are on the school bus, it looks like. The fireflies will save us on the wall. Report infection. Your inaction costs lives. Interesting. The fireflies will save us. Looks like they're doing those scanning things that we saw uh, at the beginning of Last of Us. You know, where they have those checkpoints where, like, these wands yeah. can scan if you have the virus. It looks like this guy has the virus, has been infected. Oh, and they took... Yo, did they kill him on site? Yeah, it looks like they killed yeah, him they, on site. Yeah, yeah. like they did in uh, the beginning, like a yeah. part one. It just, just lit him up like as you're walking by. That's wild. That's crazy. The bus... Martial law is nuts, dude. Seems wild, for real. The bus speeds away. Ellie's looking hella scared. Uh, there's a man on a horse outside that just reminds me of uh, when Joel and Ellie were on horseback. Mm -hmm. After Tommy's dam, uh, yeah, Tommy's dam. So, so it looks like the bus is arriving somewhere at a particular location. <clears throat> I'll be soldier number one. You'll be soldier number two. So I'll be with the helmet. Actually, wait, no. I'll be the soldiers for this panel. Okay. Sure. All right. Everybody off. Everybody came off. Ellie's looking around. Hold up. Listen to me. You can't pull any of your old stunts in this place. I won't be around to bail you out. Then take me with you. I could help you. I We've been over this. I got my own family to look after. I can't. 
You mean you won't. Whatever. I love that way. <laughs> I, I can manage good. just fine on my own. Like... <laughs> And she gets her so, shit rocked. Looks in the like next panel. looks like she's walking in the into some sort of facility. Looks like oh yeah, like some... Ellie gets cracked. Yeah, fuck. You gotta be the dumbest new kid to ever step off that bus. Pick her up. Ellie gets yanked by uh, some some person. Yeah, from, some, some oh dude. this African American male. Okay, I warned you not to touch my stuff. But I would have pulled my punches if I knew how fragile you were. <laughs> I'm gonna take what I want and I'm going to kick your ass. Fight me one on one, you chicken shit. Keep it up, you little bitch. <laughs> Someone grabs my hands. It's, I love this. In self defense. Let's make this fight a bit more fair. And then I, me being Riley, take out this man. We have some woods, we have some wumps, some cracks, and some whams. Just absolutely just plowing this gentleman right here in defense of Ellie. Huh? This is, wait, wow, she even takes on both of them. Yeah. Wow. She she takes on Caucasian man number one and then homie number two. Wow. Look at that. I should stomp your fucking balls. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we have the cars running away, people running away. Wow, Riley, Riley, Riley really uh, took care of that. Would you look at that? What spectacular? Like, Sorry, what? Oh no, no, I'm just, I'm just happy Riley got more than uh, <laughs> like, like left behind. Didn't really show a lot of like this, like this, this fighting ability. Of... Oh, this yeah. like, side of Riley, interesting. Yeah, I, I can't wait for left behind. Oh my god. Okay, what spectacular fuckwads? What they want? something not theirs i had it covered yes i can see that some advice get someone to watch your back try and make some friends before <laughs> did i ask for your advice <laughs> you got some serious trust issues new kid one more piece of advice you forgetting something i am no i'm not yeah so, uh one more piece of advice run Oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> okay, let's start over. This popcorn, this popcorn. Yeah, go. you're right. It's a little scuffed, but this, we good. We good. Yo, this is this is tremendous content. You got some serious trust issues, kid. One more, one more piece of advice. Run. What? Why? You're just gonna have to trust me. Bump, and then I, as Riley, take off running. We have a okay. I gotta change my voice for this one. All right. <clears throat> my office now so we transition into uh this homie's office let's see fighting theft running away fighting disobeying orders and more fighting you have anything to say do you know what stands between the hordes of infected and all the stragglers living in this city a giant concrete wall me and every soldier who puts his life on the line for you people. We keep the order that saves lives. Every goddamn human being the world would be infected if it wasn't for us. We're the ones who protect you people from everything. Including the fucking renegade group. The fireflies? Yes, the fireflies. Whole 
damn city acts like they're the second coming. Do you think those murderers are your salvation? I don't. I don't think about the fireflies at all. It's time you started to, little girl. We have a nice little sploosh as uh, Ellie touches down in this uh, different area of the world. I like the uh, I like the graffiti on the wall as well. Like like mm -hmm. it adds like a lot of like context to like how the fireflies were viewed. You know, very interesting. Hmm. Like it's just I don't know. Like I love these com like comic book expansions. Like um I I know we talked about it before, but like. Spider-Man uh, City at War did a lot of elaboration on um, certain scenes and more dialogue regarding those scenes. Nice. Nice. And it's just like I, I love reading those. Like it's just like I, I, I'm sorry. I just got really immersed in rereading those so like my brain just went like off for no, a second. Bro. I feel you. Like, it's good. It's, it's a very well written. I, I like it. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's just like I don't know. Uh... Uh, I like rereading this. Like, just makes me more excited, which hurts. <laughs> mm. Mm. It stings a little bit, but we good. We good. I feel that. All right, move on to the next panel. I see. She's just washing a car. I'm just repeating. I should stomp your fucking balls. <laughs> sploosh. And sploosh. Where? Oh no! <laughs> oh my god! She fucking stole it. <laughs> How how did she do it? How the hell did she do it? And then oh my god, is that, sees is that a, a finger? finger? Yeah. What the fuck? Okay, so we have... Gets his finger shut off, yeah. We have flashbacks of gunfire. Mm -hmm. And then, is the finger, like... Is, is it held into the door by a bullet? Is, is that what the deal is? Is that what's going on? I I believe so. There are bullet wow. uh, bullet holes surrounding it. Yeah, that's that's. Br oh, this was no way. No, it, it is this a finger of the gentleman that was infected? No, right? Or was it just like combat? Yeah, it, lo it looks like combat. a soldier. Yeah, 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 it looks like a soldier finger. Okay, interesting. So we have a more sploosh of uh, Ellie cleaning the uh, the truck. So it so it looks like this is back in the days when Ellie was in that uh that like military school type deal. You know, like it seems mm -hmm. like this is what she's doing, which is interesting. Um, no way the fireflies would do that. Whole jeep was shot up. I hear three soldiers died. They must have been provoked or or cornered. Careful now. You need to watch what you're saying if anyone heard. And your skinny ass needs to stop believing everything they tell you in the classrooms. It's more complicated than... Where is it? Now we have a nice start down between Ellie and uh, Riley. Hey, new kid! How's your first day in hell going? My Walkman. Give it to me. What makes you think I'd take anything of yours? Got some I don't kids think. laughing around. I know you took it. You're a pretty lousy thief. I exchange a little smirk with uh, Ellie. Fine, new kid. You got shit tasting music anyway. It's probably Lil Yachty. It's probably some uh, Lil Uzi Vert on that. You know what I'm saying? Ellie's out here with the <laughs> tunes, you feel me? Uh, why does she keep repeating? Like, I should stomp your fucking balls. I should stomp your fucking balls. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like we uh, transitioned out to Ellie, you know, in, in the barracks, I assume. Taking a little nappy nap. Oh, and then she repeats. I just I just stomp your fucking balls. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Don't, don't, 
don't, don't, don't, don't. So it looks like Ellie is uh, leaving for some reason. Oh, wait, no. It's Riley leaving. Riley's leaving somewhere. Interesting. Mm-hmm. We have, uh, let's say Ellie is trying to just keep up with Riley and see what she's doing. We see there's some patrols. Jesus, new kid. Some advice. Get someone to watch your back. Go back to your bed, new kid. You're going to show me how to sneak out of here. Oh, fuck off, new kid. You are you are unbelievable. We can argue until someone hears us and we get caught, or we can help each other. And stop calling me new kid. I have a name. You think you can keep up with me? Not an issue. Don't make me don't make me regret this, Ellie. How? Come on. So yeah, so how did Riley? Oh, well, I guess Riley just asked around, like you know, what's the mm-hmm. new kids? So it's interesting that Riley would keep calling her new kid and not Ellie, but I digress. Yeah. So it looks like they're sneaking out. Man, they they're really trying to sneak out of this place. Holy shit! Look at them mm-hmm. go. Oh, yeah, that's how they get. In f- oh, ooh. Mm. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that and a lot. That's what happens to Left Behind. But you haven't played it, even I though it came out like six years ago. I'm playing it for the show. Okay, I'm playing. Come it for on, the show. how? I'm playing it for the show. Okay, keep, keep it going. How do you know my name? I have my ways. You've you see you seem crazy enough to be interesting. Name's Riley. You ready to go do this, Ellie? Yep. To be continued next week. Would you look at that? And then we get a nice little like next issue on sale on May 29th. And then uh journey even deeper into the world of Last of Us in the full size 176 page hardcover. Interesting. Oh, so that, is, is this the art book there, probably? Something yep. Like that. Yep, that is the art book. But uh yeah, so that was cool. We get we get a little introduction between uh, Riley and Ellie. It looks like they're in the same boarding, the same like military school. Uh, we get a little taste of their, you know, just a nice expo- a nice starting place. I wonder now. I'm trying to remember. Well, I guess I don't know if it'd be. A, I have a question, but I don't know if you think it'd be a spoiler, like a spoiler if you answer it. But is this? taking place before the mall in Left Behind and that uh, whole yeah, thing happens? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. the, oh wait, I'm an idiot. This is obviously before that because I know what happens at the end of Left Behind. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so this is definitely before. I wonder if they're on their way to the mall. Oh wait, I mean this next issue image is showing them in the mall. Hmm. Or do they well, go multiple times to the mall? Uh, I, I think, like, it's been a long time since I played Left Behind, but it's it's, this could, it's probably it's there are four time. there are four issues of uh of american dreams it's like, true it's true so so I we guess. got a lot of time before we uh before we get there yeah let me not ask all these questions you know what i'm saying let me just uh mm-hmm. yeah that was it so uh hope you enjoyed the comic first time doing a first time doing a live reading of a comic i'm sure you had fun arc knight mm-hmm. yeah it was a lot of fun i called you the wrong name again oh my god iraq knight you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. uh and uh, I guess we're going to call it here. Great episode. Mm-hmm. Episode 28. Yeah. We'll be back next week, of course, with American Dreams issue number two. And then following on to issues three and four with a little bit of news sprinkled in the beginning. And then, of course, The Last of Us replay starts here on the Road 2 series. So uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to get back into playing it. You know, I haven't played it since last summer. Very, very hyped for it. Also, to play Left Behind for the first time as well. So... 
I all... still don't understand how you haven't done that yet. Bro, I was just saving it for a rainy day, and then I started this Road 2 series. I'm like, you know what? Actually, no. I want to go into uh, Left Behind completely you know, shocked and surprised. And also, yeah. by the way, uh, the sections that we are going to play through week to week will be streamed on the channel as well. So if you, uh, you know, for some reason don't don't have the game and are okay with just watching it, feel free to, you know, watch watch it with uh, watch it on the channel with me. You know, why not? Why not? And uh, on that note, where can the people find you, Iraq Knight? Uh, I'm always on the like um, the PlayStation Source Discord. I'm in there. Uh, we talk about games, movies, all that. Like, in all that there, like swimwear. In there like swimwear. Like you can also find me on Twitter at uh, Orly underscore Macias O R L Y underscore M A C I A S. It'll be in the, the description below. Um, we we usually I'm on there. I usually just retweet shit posts and uh, comic book stuff. And um, uh, like I like to talk about video games there, and uh, mostly on the Discord. That's mostly where you can find me talking about video games, and all that kind of stuff. Because uh, I have coworkers on that on my Twitter, so I don't want to bombard them with uh, which is Spider-Man things, even though I already do that. Mm. Mm. All my retweets are Spider-Man or Daredevil. Like I'm gonna I'm, be real here. I mean, I see no. I mean, I I see no issues personally. I see no issues with that. I, it's I just like, too. yeah, a little bit. Like we're holding ourselves back, but that Discord is like, if you ever really want to see like people nerd out about these kind of things, like the Discord is the way to go. My hands down. Mm absolutely absolutely and of course you can follow the discord as well as down below you can find our links to our anchor link to listen to, to, listen to any of our long-form content in podcast format that of course being this show this show road to part two as well as road to five eight seven remake as well as save slot podcast of course follow those down below in the description our twitter as well is down there as well make sure to hit up that if you have any uh you know if you want to raise the stakes on the bets feel free to go over to twitter or put it in put it in the comment section you know uh, even if you don't intend on, I, w I, I, I just like the prospect of upping a bet and making right. it more, more, more juicy. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, mm -hmm. it, you know, that is not a hero there, but just know that I will be saving any submission to upping the stakes and I will be asking you, <laughs> I'm just, there will ask. be receipts. There will be receipts. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. There, there, there will be receipts saved. You know what I'm saying? Uh, mm -hmm. so that is that and uh yeah there is no chelsea watch this week there was there was nothing about chelsea watch you know unfortunately unfortunately but uh, <laughs> but uh thank you I'm all sorry. i'm sorry <laughs> yo if chelsea ups the stakes let's bet i'm gonna cry i'm gonna open mouth cry bro open mouth cry <laughs> uh, uh, ugly cry if Thanks. she's like yo you know what winner i'll be on road to part two or like some great, or if like she like does her own submissions of the bets, and it's like, all right, if if winner if gets I, a follow, winner gets a follow. I, I'll even take that. I will hundred percent take that. And on that note, thank you all for watching. Road to part two. We'll be back next week. And as always, greatness awaits. Mm. See you guys later. See ya. See you guys.